This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Tone Up Club. Tone Up Club is a personal training studio with one-on-one and two-on-one personal training, small group training, and group classes. Classes like cardio kickboxing, high-intensity interval training, TRX and kettlebell classes. Go to www.toneupclub.com for class schedule. Blah, 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 for the class schedule. And just because you're listening to this podcast, you get 25% off small group training. So get three of your friends and get Jack for the summertime. Use promo code FIT at checkout or just tell them the Fit Sessions podcast sent you if you're in the gym. This podcast is also brought to you by Elemental Float and Cryotherapy. Get $20 off your first float or cryo session today. Tell them Danny from the Fit Sessions podcast sent you. Elemental Float and Cryotherapy is a float tank and cryotherapy place where you can go and just de-stress and relax re-energize your body it's fantastic my girls melissa and christine are doing a great job out there and uh, i really love what they're doing go check them out today get 20 dollars off your first float or craft session today you'll thank me i promise okay uh so on this episode of the podcast we have youtuber and my good friend sebastian madala we have a great conversation about making positive changes in your life the 10 by 10 workout we just did before the podcast and uh the art of not giving a fuck and plenty more you can follow sebastian on youtube instagram and twitter uh at twi- at handle strongman7 uh, and you can check out his latest fitness videos so thank you and, and enjoy the podcast the fit sessions podcast the Fit Sessions Podcast. Live, love, work, grow. Strength, think, I know. Y'all ready for this? The Fit Sessions Podcast. The, the, the Fit Sessions Podcast. Ooh, it almost gets you nervous. Strongman Seb, you get nervous recording an episode? The, no, just like crazy what can happen. Like, you know, like... Get your mouth up to this microphone. No, dude... Conversations are the best. And when I first started Donnie the Machine podcast, I would get nervous meeting people at the door, people that I didn't see in a long time, you know, people that I haven't seen in a long time. And, you know, you meet them at the door. You say, hey, how's it going? You talk for a little bit. You try to be as genuine as possible because, you know, you, you are. You know, at least I was. You know, I am every time I meet somebody. But you sit them down. You put microphones on. You push record. Now the conversation becomes stale. Like, it takes time to develop, I guess, being comfortable talking on camera. But you just got to fucking be normal and just forget that they're on, I think. No, it's, it's not even that. It's just it's more like, ner- like it's, I wouldn't say nervous, but it's kind of crazy to think, like, what could happen if you put in the work. Like, we could be those people, like, that are at the top right now. Like, we could turn into that. It's kind of like, whoa, like. It's scary, like, what could happen if you really be consistent with something like this. Yeah, yeah, for sure. There's, there, I mean, definitely. But, like, you can't go in with that intention, you know? Of course, things could get crazy busy in this day and age with social media and everything is, like, magnified to the tens. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course, it could, it could go viral. But, like, I don't know. I'm doing this stuff because... I, I, I always tell my students, too, I say, if you have, like, an interest, a genuine interest in fitness and health and being positive, in anything positive, you're obligated to promote it. You're yeah. obligated to share it with people. You're obligated to bring people along. And the people who want to come along will, and the people who don't give a shit will not listen. And it doesn't matter. Like, that's fine. But the important thing is you get out a positive message. Like, social media is a, ph- a phenomenal tool. You can use it for so many good things, and it's easy to sit down and record a podcast, but if you don't have a good message to send out, then, you know, whatever. Even people who don't have a good message to send out right. become but you, go you viral. Still, you still need the work ethic because, like, dude, anyone can do it, but, like, like it, you just need that, that work ethic and that drive to do it. Yeah, put put it, put it right up to your face, the, the put microphone. It, put it right up to my yeah. face? Yeah, because we're in, a, we're in this, like, room and okay. it echoes and shit. All right. Um, and it gets that light sound. No, but you're right. There's nothing, there's nothing like good old-fashioned work ethic. And that's with anything. Like Discipline and work ethic and just the drive, the drive to do it. And just yeah. be motivated. And that's with anything. That's with anything in life. You need to have a desire. Like you want to make a change in your body, right? 
you want to make a change at all, you want to change a bad habit, there's a lot of work that goes into change, and not a lot of people want to do that. No. You, it's, a, it's resistance that you have to fight. Have you ever read the book, The War of Art? By... Stephen Pressfield. No, I read a different one. The War of Art talks about like, the resistance that people face on a day-to-day basis, whether that's even just getting up out of bed the second that alarm goes off. Let's say you wake up at 5 o'clock, you know you got to go to work, and maybe work isn't a place that you want to really spend eight hours like most of America, right? You wake up, i got to go to the office and do some work that I don't really feel passionate about. Right, right. You know, like human beings have needs and wants, and if they're not fulfilling, if you're not fulfilled, then that kind of shit can get stale fast. But the point is, you wake up, the alarm goes off at 5 a.m., that feeling of resistance comes upon you. Shit, I got to wake up. I got to get myself together. I got to prepare my food because I need to go to work and get my stuff together so my bills can get paid and my family can be provided for and all that. That's resistance. That's something pushing back on you. And the book is very interesting because it talks about how you overcome the feeling of resistance. And if it's something that's passionate or a passion of yours, you let flow state take over. They call it the muse in the book. You let just whatever energetic force is taking over you, you just let that go, and you'll do good. If it's being directed by some sort of light, if it's being directed by some sort of love and fire from within you, just, just do. Just do your thing. That's my life right now. Right? Right? And then maybe if it, if it becomes very personified or exposed on YouTube, like what you're doing right now with your YouTube channel. Like, you've had the YouTube channel for a little while, but lately... A year. And think about how much time you're putting in the last even three, four weeks. Yeah, it's crazy because I needed that one year just to, to you know, you know how they always say you fail at business at first? I never really understood that. Like, I always thought it was like you just crash and burn. No, you, by that they mean like you try it. Uh, you know, you, you're not good at it at first, but you try again, you try again, and then, but you need to try at first to get to where you got to go. You got to you know do. I mean? You just got to do. Because you can't just right. go into something you've never done before and expect to be perfect. You have to, you know, be shitty at first, not be that great, and then later go back, look at it, analyze it, and be like, what can I do to now make this better? And that's where I'm at right now. Now I feel like I, I know what's up. Let's start making these videos. Yeah, man. Like, it takes time to get comfortable with it and, and all that. But, again, you're putting your heart into it, and I can tell by Everything. That. My heart, my soul. There's, just, there's a lot of yeah. things just there's a bunch of stuff. Yeah, why fitness? Why do you like fitness so much? It's just something I've always been good at. It's something that's always been like near and dear to my heart. Like I remember when I was like a little kid, especially growing up, like where I grew up, I didn't really have a lot of friends at first, like in middle school, stuff like that. And I remember just spending my days like, uh, like, because obviously my mom died when I was uh, smaller and she left some dumbbells, like some small little dumbbells, like one, one, two, three pounds. And I remember just doing curls and curls (laughs) and little things like that. And people would always kind of like tell me in middle school, and I wasn't like, big or anything, but I had like a little muscular body and some people would, they would know me because I was like jet, like to them jacked. Or fit, you know? a fit, or fit st- body like a style. fit yeah. type of body style. Yeah, and that's yeah. just something that always resonated with me and something I felt like I had the potential to really become great at and the genetics to do it. So I'm like, you know what? It makes me feel great. Uh, I like, I'm super good at it. So why not just go 100% into it? Yeah, for sure, man. That's good. That's good. So what kind of like challenges are you, uh, facing right now when it comes to doing YouTube stuff? Like Just what's, what's, what's the most natural thing to you? Because like you said, you, it takes work ethic like hell to put you know, a YouTube persona together, or, or not just not even that, like you're putting your own persona out there. You're just putting it together in a creative way because that's very important, especially when you're putting stuff up there, you know what I mean? And you're being really creative with it. So what's natural to you and what's, what are some of your biggest challenges that it's like, oh fuck, I gotta do this and I gotta do that. Like, Natural would just be like editing the videos, putting it together. The thing that I really had to work on is just being comfortable in front of the camera, being able to to not stutter and speak uh, clearly yeah. and just memorizing the thing and just, yeah, just being comfortable in front of the camera, which I thought, it took, it took probably about a year to be pretty good at it. And now I'm at the point where like, I'm comfortable, but I'm still obviously gonna be working on it. And you know, being in, in, in front of a camera in your room is one thing, what's gonna happen when I go on a show or something? Like that's something I'm gonna have to work on as well. Well, I, I, you know, I think you just gotta approach it all the same. 
You just have to approach it all the same, like just you, 100% you. That's the only way you can be better because if you're going in there being you 100%, then when you do fuck up, you're able to go back and be like, oh, yeah, well, I probably shouldn't do this so much or... You know, I should probably whatever. Make you make adjustments as you go, and right. that's with that's with anything. If you go anything with a false mindset, then you can't be better because you can't look at yourself objectively. Yeah. It's like what you're putting out there is false. But I think it's also okay to be you because people, hundred percent, people like real. They're yeah. gonna sniff that out. If you're putting on like a fake persona or something like that, they're gonna know. They're gonna know when they meet you. You have to be hundred percent real. Hundred uh, like percent. Whatever you are, I don't care. If people think you're weird. You're strange. Yeah. You're different. That's what makes you you. Have you ever met a famous person or someone successful who's not different or not weird in their own way? No, for sure. Everyone's Never. weird. Hey, Bill, what's up, man? How's it going, man? Hey, what's going on? This is Sebastian. Sebastian, this is Will. Good. Will, episode one, Fit Sessions. Fantastic con conversation. Go back to it, right? Um, yeah, man, I think authenticity is... Authenticity, 100%. Yeah, authenticity is super The important. jokes you make, the, 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 the quirky things you say, or well, that's what people fall in, man. That's what people fall in love with. That's what people fall in love with. That's, what, that's when people see your true, what's in your heart. Yeah, I, I think that's really important. I, and that goes back to what, whatever that you do in your life, as far as, like, vocation. How much time you're spending doing something, it should be fulfilled with love. It sounds so hippie. <laughs> it sounds so hippie. But it's true. It's the truth, though. Everything's got to... It should be, like, personified with that type of genuine love, I think. I think, it's, I think that's really important. Absolutely. And when you don't, like, you spend 40 hours a week, like a lot of America does, in an office that's just kind of, like, unfulfilling, but you have to do it because it pays the bills. I don't know. I think, the, you know, you keep doing that long term and... I don't know. I don't think that's the best for your overall health, you know? Like, one of these days you're going to realize, oh, shit, I'm not, I'm not really interested in this anymore, but I spend right. all my time doing it, and I wonder why, like, I'm upset, or I wonder why I'm not as happy as I typically could be, or, you know. It's all about getting out of the rat race, man. Because that stuff can really tear you down. Yeah, for sure. So let's, uh, let's talk about what the workout we did today. I've never worked out this with this much volume like 10 by 10 10 reps 10 mm -hmm. sets a single exercise barely any rest in between exercises um what do you think about these 10 by 10s i do i love it just because of the, the pump you get and the <laughs> and the next day i feel it like i feel it when i was doing three by eight you know the, the typical four by ten or whatever they do I didn't really feel it the next day. I never felt my chest the next day. I was like, am I going to grow? Was there like any sort of routine you followed for like a six-week period or yeah, a five-week period? Yeah, three by eight. Three right? by eight. That's what worked the one year I was really lifting. But I'm like, it's not, I don't know. This is just, I feel it better. I don't know if there's any wrong way. You know what I mean? I don't know if there's any wrong way to go about it. You just got to find, you know, what you like doing when you hit the gym and be consistent every single day and then... Facts. Yeah, right. And then change it up every so often, you know, to keep it mixed up and just doing different things, like change sets, reps, weight, you know? Yeah, but it could definitely, could, I mean, like, obviously, all that's true, but for now, like, a 10 by 10, like, I mean, I'm, I, feel, I feel for it, like, it, it's dope, but uh, definitely consistency. Yeah, every day, going to, you know, four or five times a week, whatever, if you can fit six times or seven times a week, seven, I don't know, I think it's a lot. And then combining it with like strength training, combining it with yoga. Talk about the yoga that you do. You do some interesting yoga. I don't even like, what is that? I think his name is Brian Kess or something like that. My cousin introduced me to him just because I try to look up some yoga videos on YouTube and I couldn't really find any good ones. But this one's like a legit fifth, an hour long yoga class and it works, man. Like it feels great. Yeah, I like doing yoga. You ever do yoga outside under the sun? No, but I should. Because, I mean, all you have to do is just bring your phone out, you know, and follow or, it. Or nothing. Or, like, pay attention to how it does it. Like, you do it, if you do it enough, you start to remember some of the moves and the sequences. I'm not there yet. Eventually. I would like to be. Uh, yeah, you could. Why not? Because it's kind of hard to follow the video at first, you know, because you got to look at the screen, then do it, and look at the screen. They're moving sure. fast. It's definitely difficult. But, again, with the work ethic and consistency, you start to remember stuff. You start to learn, and it harnesses in your brain. And then, I don't know, you can just go out there. Be one outside. Be one with the grass. In the sun, getting some good vitamin D. It's, it's fun to be out in nature. I don't know. Like, we're, 
we're like so in the office and cubicles and at work and in the buildings. You know, we need to be outside, especially in the Chicagoland area, where the weather is great three times or three, four, five months oh, yeah. in a year. Right, we got to take advantage of when the sun's out and the weather's nice. And plus, you want to be out there because who knows who's gonna walk by and ask you, "What are you doing?" That's a good. That's a good point. You know, and who, who knows who that might be? That might be the owner of some cool gym or or maybe a supplement like a company. You know, it's random. You don't yeah. know who the who the hell is gonna be walking through. Yeah, interesting. And that's I like, or like, potential clients for you. Sure, of course. Like, just another way for you to impact people in a positive way. That's all what it comes down to. It's like. What could you do for yourself to make yourself better? And then who can you bring up with you? Right. You know, and the more people, the better. Not everyone's going to listen to the word you have to preach. And, you know, you learn as you go along, you know. But if you can pull up somebody with you, like, I don't know, man. You and I go way back. We go six years now. Yeah. Six years since I met you. Um, How have we been friends? Was that freshman year? No, maybe it was June. No. I, I think, think a freshman year, bro. I think a freshman or sophomore year for no, you. No, it's fre- definitely freshman year, man. Fresh, my freshman year. So I was 15, 16, 17, 18, nice. <laughs> well, listen, you came up. You six came, years. Six years, right. I was right. I told you. That's pretty courageous, for lack of a better term. You come up to, I mean, well, D, D, Division three college, nothing spectacular. I mean, there's a lot of professionals that came out of Division three college and what have you. But you were a freshman in high school. You go up to the local college, you talk to the other kickers, because you were a kicker. Right. And then you say, hey, man, can you show me a couple things? Hey, my name's Sebastian. Well, I mean, that goes to show, like, if you want something. I can get it. You figure out how to do it. There's a blueprint, right? Okay, well, I'm going to find out of, you know, other people who have more experience, and I'm going to go pick their brains a little bit. Right. And that's the beauty of podcasting, too. Like, I just come in contact with some really smart people that have other ideas that I can learn from and pick up, pick their brains from. You Absolutely. know what I'm saying? And there's no difference. So, like, I was fairly courageous on your end. Um, how, like, what made you want to do that? Like, uh, come up, I just, pick the brains of other kickers well, and the, learn. Well, not even other kickers, specifically you, just because I noticed that, like, typically in the NFL or just kickers in general are small, you were not small. You were big. I was like, that <laughs> motherfucker is jacked. Like, <laughs> I want to know what he's doing. Interesting. Yeah, dude. I, I Listen, I played soccer my entire life. Yeah. And when I stopped playing soccer and eating like crap, really no, there was no like real diet that I was specifically following. I always said, oh, I'm a younger guy, fairly lean. I can just eat whatever and I'll be fine. And I hit the weights heavy and I started to put on some size when I was like 22, 23. I think I started playing college football at 22, 21. I was 21 mm-hmm. when I started. And then I ended up finishing at 25 years old. But, like, in that time, I was putting on some size. And then I feel like in that time in my life, because I wasn't strict with the way I was eating, I put on some unwanted body fat. Yeah. You know, yeah, I got some muscular size, but I definitely wasn't as lean as I wanted. My ass was getting so fat. <laughs> it was hard for me to, like, fit in some jeans. You know, I wanted more of an aesthetic look. Right. And then, you know, since, once you learn a little bit more about nutrition and shit, start to make changes in your physique and all that and, pl- and I, oh, there's so much to learn still there's so much and i just I and then you got to figure out what works with your body too you know? i noticed that stuff because when i was experimenting with the gallon of milk a day thing like i remember i was big but i was more like i looked swollen like inf- inf- like inflamed yeah you were big man and then you were very once big. i stopped that and started eating like berries and just little food like i noticed that i dropped all of it and my face looked like the cheekbones started showing more Lean. it's crazy what food can do like i didn't know just by what you eat like it can change just the way you look I that think, drastically i think you learned that too quickly at a young age i mean you're 21 you're so young i learned it a little bit older but you can't outwork a bad diet no question about it. No. If you're not, There's no quick fix. If you're not comfortable with your physique, really pay attention to the foods that you're putting into your body. That's so, that's so important. That is the, the, the cells that you're tearing down are remade with the nutrients that you're putting into your system, right? So if you're putting in shitty nutrients in your system, you're only going to be making new cells with those shitty nutrients, right? right you eat right, Burger right. King every single day. Now, people will argue if you put your macros correctly, you can eat McDonald's every day and still 
drop body fat. I'm going to talk to this guy next week from this one gym called uh, Midwest Strength and Performance. He's got so many crazy ideas, really smart guy. I can't wait to pick his brain. But I think I was a staple of you can't out-train a bad diet. I was, kept, I was just getting more body fat. Even though I was getting stronger, mm-hmm. I was putting on more body fat because of my inconsistent intake of carbohydrates specifically. And think about that. When you're drinking a, you're drinking a gallon of milk a day for 30 days, Think about how much sugar that they put in milk. Bro, I didn't even think I like I was even looking at those numbers. Yeah, I mean, well, you were you were like a lean cuisine kid. You were how old when you did that challenge? Nineteen, twenty. I was doing it a couple years, like, but not every day. Just like maybe once a year or something like that. Like, right, like but 18. when you do, but when you do the challenge, you have to do it. You have to be consistent and drink a gallon of milk. You have to, but sometimes it's hard. I think I've only been consistent twice doing it, and the last couple of times was like here and there. So, how many gallons would you say you you, you oh, finished? Oh, so much. So, so a 30-day period, you didn't do 30 gallons. You did roughly how much, like 20? Yeah, something like that. But the amount of gallons I've drank, like, in general, so much. Did you have any, like, negative issues from it? Nope. I mean, obviously, you put on a lot of size, but did your gut have any, like, negative impact? Nope. Well, you must have some strong, like, gut bacteria because a lot of times a lot of that dairy and excess sugar – doesn't sit well with a lot of people. A lot of people can't do any dairy. A lot of people don't do yogurt. They I stay know. away from milk completely. This lactose issue is huge, mm-hmm. you know? And it's controversial. If I say, I guess my, my uh, thought on it would be if you like yogurt or milk, put it in your diet. If it doesn't affect you negatively, drink it. Eat, eat yogurt. I like, I like uh, Oikos Triple Zero yogurt because you know greek yogurt's good uh probiotic it's good mm-hmm. for your gut bacteria i take that every day a probiotic supplement like ga- yeah. like gas reducing probiotic and uh like gas x just to just in case like i do eat dairy or something like that just to make sure it's yeah what's settled. your what's your vegetable intake per day now do you eat a lot of vegetables no Really? No. Interesting. Will you take a probiotic? Yeah. I'm all for probiotics and fermented food, like, you know, Greek yogurt and kombucha is very good for... I definitely drink that once in a while. It's expensive. It is expensive. Yeah. It's good for your gut bacteria, 100%. But, like, when your gut bacteria is fed, happy, and healthy, the serotonin serotonin receptors in your gut send signals to your brain saying that you're happy and everything is golden. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. I got to work on that some more, like the vegetables, but right now it's just, like, like, maybe, like, Three meals a day, rice, two hot dogs, and then at night, a banana. Dude, you look lean as fuck, and your diet doesn't match how you look. It's crazy. And that's why I feel like once I get that in check, who knows, uh, along with a couple years of training, who knows what that could do. Oh, man, you're going to be an animal. I just need to find out, like, uh, what to make today to eat, how to plan it out, what to buy. And at the lowest cost. I well, don't want to spend too much money. Sure, no, that's true. Like, we'll go to Aldi. Nobody wants to spend that much money. Everyone wants to do his best to save money. But when it comes to food and quality for food, like, I don't know that you have to be... I don't know that being frugal is a good idea on food because you got to make sure that you're putting quality into your body. But like Especially if you're serious. You know I'll what I'm buy saying? some bulk stuff, like vegetables in bulk or something, rice. Yeah, for sure. You gotta make, but again, like, you need to make sure that they're good quality, you know? And, and you have to use, use them fast. Right, right. Because you don't want a bunch of stuff that you have in your fridge to go bad. I mean, you can buy a ball. Oh, my God. I'm telling you, once my dad, like, went to Keep Poland, it right here to your face, dude. You bro, can move it. Move it bro. up. That's all good. See that? Ve- vegetables, why do they expire so fast? Dude, because they're fresh. You got to eat they're that fresh. stuff, like, right away. You do. But you have to we'll eat, it'll force you to eat more of it. So, like, I make a green shake every single day. And don't think that what I do is the right way. I don't ever want to think that there's a right way. These are just tidbits that work for me, that work for a lot of people, that could benefit a number of people as well. So, like, if you want to get rid of your vegetables and eat them quickly or use them and, and make sure that you're getting enough in your system day to day, you make... A green shake. That's the best I've right? done it before. You know, mix it. You put some good protein in there, some good healthy fats, chia seeds, flaxseed. It's a great way to get vegetables in. Again, good for your gut bacteria because of the fiber. And the gut bacteria just takes in all that fiber. And make one a salad a day. 
And depending on what your meal structure is, like three meals a day, you just have like like fist, fist size fulls. You don't have to have like a huge ass salad, especially if you're eating more carbohydrate and fatty meats. Like you're probably eating a good amount of rice. You're probably eating a good amount of meat. I need to start. I just the meat's expensive, man. That's the bad part. You know what I really like though? That? that that has a lot of like 32 grams of protein in it. Tofu. 199 for a plant-based protein. Block. So cheap. Sure. Well, it's not, I mean, it's not like animal protein. So here's what my wife and I are going to do. And I've been talking about this forever and I still haven't done it, but it's something that I need to do. Like there's a lot of people out there that hunt their food. How, is, is that like cheaper to like hunt and kill like a deer and pack? Like how long would a deer last you? A year. A year? A good amount. How much do you think it costs? Well, that's the thing. So my friends, my wife. road trip. My fr- my, you don't have to like go hunting yourself. You can go to these farms where they have these pasteurized, you know, pig and cow and, you know, grass-fed, treated but nicely. Do you, do you think it's expensive for like an entire deer or like a cow? Yeah. How much? Yeah. I, I don't know. A couple hundred? Here's the thing. You have to go in with people and buy part of the animal. So we were going to buy a quarter of a pig and a quarter of a cow and just keep the, f- the meat frozen in a commercialized freezer. That's the thing. You need place f- for storage, too. And then every other night, you can go in and grab different, different meat that's grass-fed, that was pasteurized, that was treated fairly and nicely, and then just killed, boom, instantaneously. Dude, I'm definitely interested, interested in that. I'm just interested in, like, actually going out and, like, hunting one of them. That would be interesting. I don't I've know. never done it before. I, I, don't, I haven't done it either. I hear about it all the time. And you listen to Joe Rogan. They talk about campaigns. They talk about hunting. And It would and be interesting because, first of all, I've never killed an animal before. I don't know what that feels like. But if I'm going to eat it, I'm, I mean, I'm going to so use it. I'm going to just kill it that, to kill it. Dude, this is a very controversial topic. Like, even if you think... Like, even if you say, I'm killing this animal or I'm, I'm going hunting for food, people are like, no, you can't do that. It's animal, blah, blah, blah. There's a lot of, I mean, overpopulated areas with deer, for example. You right. know, they need to be tamed. And there's a lot. I, I don't want to talk. I don't want to go too far off of my informational zone because I'm not too familiar in this area. But I know that deer specifically are overpopulated in this, in this area. And... And people get sensitive about humanely killing an animal. Sometimes people don't think that there's ways to humanely kill. Now, those hunters will will say differently. Like, if they approach it properly, especially if they're bow hunting, they find the one spot, one shot, one kill, fast and quick death. I you mean, know? okay, but is it... Have you ever seen a bear kill a deer? Does that look humane to you? Right, nature's wild. It's yeah. it's very interesting. Yeah, for sure. It doesn't. It's not. It's not a humane thing. And nature kills nature. They like bite them by like the leg, and then Same they devour thing. them slowly yeah. to death. Like or, it's or way when, worse. Or when like wolves, they go kill deer or or, elk, the, the, or their or, or their babies. They go or kill the, a little sure, bambi. Sure. I mean, na- dude, nature's ruthless. Nature yeah. don't give a shit. They don't give a shit. So like. That's why it's such a controversial topic. But when you go back thousands of years as man was evolving, how the hell do you think we got our, our meat? Had to go get it. We had to go get it, right? And there were times where, and this is interesting too, because this is why pe- some people say why fasting works so well, because for thousands of years we developed this way. Like we went hours at a time without eating. And then when we hunted and gathered our, our, our crops, vegetables and whatever, and killed our food, we were able to feed, right. and then that would run out, and then we'd have to go out and do it again. So there would be time, a steady number of times, right. or a period of time without eating, and then a period of feeding. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because so, five meals a day, that's definitely not, a, <laughs> that wasn't like that before. No. Definitely. I can't imagine it would be. No, that only comes about because food is in abundance. Right. Like, we can get on every single corner. We can go to grocery stores, convenience stores. Obviously, the quality of food is going to vary. However... That's how, dude, that's how things started. That's how we grew up. That's how our man evolved. You know what I'm saying? By finding their food, killing their food, creating fire, and then chewing it. That's, that's another like, uh, theory to why the human brain doubled in size over a two million year period. The creation of fire, along with a bunch of other theories that we can get into on in another day. But creating fire, cooking our food, our ability to chew our food, and use animal meat, they say over that two million years, the brain size doubling, that could have been the reason why. Possibly. Possibly. 
You know? I don't doubt it. Yeah. So, uh, you know, again, there's another, other controversial topics are agriculture. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't eat meat because of, you know, subsidized, um, what's it called? Like when, when uh, governments, they go in, they, they crush a, a natural land. Right. They take down all the trees. They kill all the animals living in that area. And then they plant corn, right? And that corn, what do you think it's there for? Food for, for livestock, right? And obviously we know that corn-fed meat isn't as good for you. But the soil underneath is not stable enough to create all that, that corn at all times. So it needs to be heavily... Um, fertilized with a bunch of chemicals and stuff and it's not I mean again I don't want to go too far off this informational path because I'm not so comfortable with this information but it's along these lines where the soil can't handle it anymore and where you're not supposed to grow that type of crop in an area that's not native to you know what I'm saying right so then again it's not good for the environment by killing all the natural trees and animals that are supposed to be there that's why a lot of people boycott meat you know because of that it's not good for the environment for that reason. And then we do it all over the place. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what else, Sebastian? Talk to me a little bit about plans for the future. You seem like a very motivated individual. You have Plans for the future? You have visions. I have visions. Like, I just transferred my whole career from education to training and i'm seeing that there's a niche here i've always i've always had a niche for it you like just like you you know i grew up weight training and I've, i feel like i've always been a teacher by nature you know like you ask me for help i just naturally teach i just i mean mm -hmm. i figure out what works for me and then i help other people like i try to, that's what i've always done in my life right. you know so what are some of your goals for the next let's say one to five years what do you see yourself doing wow. on a day-to-day -day basis for the next year, I can absolutely see myself doing, going to work at Whole Foods, coming back and lifting, working on my body, doing fitness videos, interviewing people, and doing product reviews. I, that's, that's one year I can see myself doing. But after that, I have no Sky's idea. I don't even know what, who might see it, who might have an offer, what might happen. No idea. I just know It might be seven years before you get any sort of offer or anything who, like that. Who knows? But all I know is right now the formula works. I know how to make it look good. Uh, and as yeah, long as do. I have the drive and consistency to whip out stuff consistently, because YouTube, you need to be consistent. 100% you need to be consistent. There's people out there that are putting out videos every two days, every day. You have to get on that level. And once you do, it doesn't matter. It doesn't, you could suck, to be honest. Your videos could suck. They're, people are still going to watch them if you're consistent. Interesting. I mean, you still have to deliver. You have to deliver something. You have to deliver value. You have to deliver some, something of value, whether that's any no, sort of. No, it has to be value, but I'm just saying, like, even if, like, it sucked, like, you're still going to get some views. Now, imagine if you did put value in it, it's just going to be that well, much Well, yeah, bad. you know, and that's, I think, why people are afraid to, like, start because they think that, and I'll, I'm guilty of this myself. Like, I, like, again, like how we were talking about getting comfortable in front of camera and stuff like that. Like, it's an awkward effort. You second guess your ability to put out content that's good and positive you know what i'm saying like, it's just natural to do that you just have to approach everything like a robot like no feelings just do you it should. man it's hard it's like, hard what's yeah. tomorrow let's do this video just don't think too much about who's gonna see it like what are they gonna think just sure just do it man. sure for sure and that's i think that's along the lines with anything are you really gonna sacrifice your future success for someone's opinion that you don't even know probably so, across the other side of the globe like does it really matter how bad do you want it that's I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be a 30 and thinking like, oh, I could have done that, but, you know, I didn't because I was afraid. Fuck that. Like, I'm not gonna know. Like, it's my life. I'm. I'm gonna get the bag. Straight. Straight up. Love it. That's. That's beautiful. I hope somebody hears just that that rant and says, I'm gonna make a change with whatever they feel like they want to make a change with because regret is something that it's very I've, difficult to I live with. I hear like older people, like I've had teachers who are older and just people that I met, that's the number one thing. He, he told me, he worked at a, there's a teacher I had who was like in his 80s, he's about to retire, he said he used to work at a nursing home and he was like the number one thing people always say when they get older is regret. And I don't want to regret shit. 
I agree. I don't, I don't either. I want to utilize the tools that have been given to us in the 21st century, you know. Especially I, since, like, we're healthy, we're young, like, what's, like, what what's our excuse yeah. for not doing stuff? No, well, here, you know what? You bring another good point, too, because you, you, you have a day job, right? I do have a day job. You yeah, go like work. Not nine to five. No, you have a nine to five, right? Yeah, yeah. And, like, if... That, that right there is an excuse for somebody. Well, I can't promote my stuff on YouTube because I'm working all the time and I have a family. And or they say, I, can't, I go 9 to 5, I can't go to the gym, I don't have time. Uh, you know, you do have time, It's bro. about It's about a, pri a priority less. list. Sleep less. I'm serious. Sleep less, bro. Uh, well, maybe, maybe that's not where you want to sacrifice. Well, uh, yeah, people do that all the time, and, and, and uh, that's another well, conversation you, for if, another day. If, if you got to do it, that's, then do it. You're right. That's right. That's right. You got to do what you got to do. And that's the bottom line. Like you have a day job, you come home, you go to the gym, you get some footage, you talk about it, you know, you're, and, you're, it, and you're, you don't have gonna, to do a million things at once. Pace yourself, man. You don't have to edit and put out the video in a day. You might take you two days. That's fine. Don't, don't start a million things at once. Just do one after another, after another, and eventually it'll build. Yeah. You know what I find very that find that, that, that it works it's helpful is that i have like a list of things i want to do on a day so like today for example like i had early morning clients i knew that i was going to have the 12 o'clock five o'clock window today to film a workout video mm -hmm. and to record a podcast and then and we're we done with it. that we're, we're doing it yeah like it's what i'm saying like you have the list you check it off every day and it feels good yeah for sure and then you go ahead and the next day you do the same thing it's like a video game of life you know, like that's your objective. Like, do it. You cross it out. What's the next level? What's the next mission? Yeah, and it's and it's that much more fun when it's something that you have a passion and love for, and it's it's fulfilling. And and when you make and when stuff does go your way, it's like, at an adrenaline rush or like a, almost like like a weird kind of like you're like high on life. It's not e exactly, and it's, it's like not you're even high on like wow, I made it happen. Like it's me. Like yes. it's crazy. It's not even like stuff going your way. It's creating the environment that you want. And that's another thing, too. When you do put honest work out there, you attract what you put out. It's super important. It happens. If you are, you know, just kind of putting out whatever and it's not very passionate to you or you don't feel very strongly about it, you're just going to attract what you're putting out there. And if it's, just, if it's just blah, you're going to get blah in return, don't you know, to, to certain degrees. You know what I'm saying? And it does. It's, high, it's a high feeling, man, when you put out a piece of content or a piece of work that you're proud of that you want to get out there, that you think will benefit somebody else. You know, I, I've been there. I know what that's like. I want to keep doing that. Now, let's talk about, did you have anybody when you're doing this who discouraged you or try to take you away from it? Oh, man, yeah. Or, or like negative stuff yeah, from my friends. Yeah, a plethora. They were like, thing. what yes. are you doing? Like, why are you yes. doing this? Yeah, I get that all the time. I don't want to name who, but that happens all the time. And you know what you got to do? Little by little, you just got to cut those people out from your life. Absolutely. And maybe not like cutthroat, like, like oh, you're done with me. I'm not going to talk to you ever again. Just hang out with them less. I, I got to the point where I just don't pick up the phone call. I just look at my phone ring or I see the text and I just ignore them until they kind of get the, the, like, I don't fuck with you anymore. It's just like that. Because I'm not going to, like, it's so important who you have in your circle. It's very important. Because yeah. they could be, put, like, you know, you, you need positive people who, who understand who are as woke as you. Yeah, for sure. To your degree, to your right? Degree. I, absolutely. No, I agree 100%, man. Like, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a pretty motivating person. Or I'm, a, I'm not a motivating person, or maybe I am. But I like to think that I'm motivated. You know, mm -hmm. all my life I've always had like dreams and visions. Like you have the mental. I've had them too. You had the mental vision. But now they're coming into like to fruition. Well, that's because you're putting work behind it. It's not gonna just come to fruition for no reason. You know, when I was a kid, I always had this mindset. Like I was in a band from the I time know. I was 13 to 18, right? And from the time I was young, 13 years old, I always envisioned playing with a band, playing on a stage, and then guess what? I made that happen. And then I had visions of recording music and doing that, and I made it happen. And obviously, as, I, as you get older, your goals change and your visions change, which is good, but you always have to have like, that vision to work towards. And I, I did the same thing when I was playing college football. Like, I, th I had the thought late, by the way. Like, I never played football going up in, in, co in high school. And at 21 years old, I walked on as a freshman. But I had these thoughts. I was like, oh, 
I can go play college football and go back to school. And I did it. And I had those goals. I could play four years. I had goals of becoming a teacher in the suburbs. You know, you envision it and you bring it to you. You, you become what you think about. Right. You make for, into fruition what you envision. And that's, that's the truth, man. You pull it closer to you and you make that reality. I really think this, man. Like your thoughts and imaginations and ideas are coming from a multiverse other dimension. And you have the ability to make that multiverse dimension, wherever it's happening, your real reality. McGregor did it. He talks about it all the time. He uh, was like, he would just, he, he thought his way into, Conor McGregor. into what he did. He did, thought his way. Did you watch his documentary? Like, he has a documentary? Yeah, it's on. It's on. Uh, is it like a like he made his own documentary? Well, it's or a, ne- is it one it's of those a Netflix. Like it's a Netflix original. No, I didn't get a chance. To Dude, see it. it's freaking awesome because it starts out with him like when he's twenty or something. Yeah, when he was really young, and then it just kind of goes old, you know, little by little. And the work ethic this guy has is unbelievable. And people doubt him. People doubt him. People doubt him. And just like anybody, just, just like anybody, anybody doing some doubt, doubt, it's doubt, just, doubt. It's just part of the the plan. Man. But every day he's waking up, fighting, practicing, working, training, recovering, doing, eating properly. You know, he's got a good support system. He has a good team. That was something that was very important in his and like. That's what I now have, which I didn't have like towards the end of high school. And that was very, it's very yeah. important to have that. Yeah. Well, you, you got to keep that. You have to keep you have those to keep people. keep that. You got to keep the, the, the people around you. And then you keep the other ones at sure. bay and just, or just ignore them. Yeah. You know, and if that other person is your mom or your brother or whatever, you know, keep them around. But like, you need a, you just got to put blinders on. on. You need your head screwed on very, very tight. That's true. You got to understand what your value system is, like what's important to you and define those things, write them down, put them on paper and... Again, every day, make step towards making that vision a reality. I think that's so important, you know? Absolutely. But, yeah, man. Like, I'm excited. Like, I want to – I think we should hang out more. I think we should – like, if, is this going to be our deal? We're going to do this once a week? We're going to find I would, time? I, w- I would like to come once a week and just do workout videos, something – obviously, we're just – now, like this was like a great practice run. We got some good footage, but it could be, it could always be better. I think It'll it's always exactly. be better in my head. So it's always a practice run, <laughs> essentially, right? Because you well, do something. Well, well, I mean, no, this is like a legit practice run because now we know how how to make the lighting look better and all that stuff. But, but you also can get a, a handful of good content of what we got today. Yeah. You know, and you can creatively make it. And we'll plan it out. Obviously, this is we just came in here like we're sure. gonna just do this. But next time we'll be like, all right, today we're gonna do this two things. And we'll have it written out what we want to do. Boom, yeah. boom, boom. Done. For sure, man. I think that's a great idea. Keep me in contact and, and let me know what your schedule is like day to day so that, you know, we can make sure that we plan in advance. Like, what, what's your next day off from your 9 to 5 Uh It's Friday, but that's Spring Awakening Day. Okay. Next but then Friday. next week, yeah. The next week, uh, I'm not too sure. So this this Friday is your next day off? Yeah, this Friday. Oh, okay. Well, we already got this one done for the week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then ne- next week for sure. And and it could even be even if I haven't, I go to work eight to four or nine to five. Like I'm still, I'm still gonna come through. Oh, that's a good call. Like if you want to do, I, it, I work mornings. Cool. So if you want to do like a nighttime thing, like the gym is dead at nighttime, we can work out here at nighttime. We could, you know, podcast wherever, whenever. Doesn't matter. Your place, my place. Get, you know, content for the gym. We could go. I want to do like, uh, do some stuff in public, man. I also, I want to. Yeah, I want to go to the forest reserve and do some hill sprints and, and write out a hill work, sprint workout because you want to talk about cutting yourself up. Sprinting, especially uphill, is great for quad development. That's some Joe Rogan shit. Doesn't he do the hill sprints? Or something yeah, like that? He yeah, he it? definitely does hill sprints for sure. But that, I mean, dog. if you if you talk about like athletes. They're doing stairs. They're intensifying their workouts like that, like 25, 30 seconds of crazy intense and then bringing your heart rate back down and just kind of relaxing. And then, boom, doing it again and doing that eight to ten times. Like, I want to make that more of a consistent thing in my workout routine, especially now. You know, I did that a lot with biking, with, like, a stationary bike, but I haven't done that in, like, three or four weeks. So... Again, you know, you, you constantly assess where you're at physically, where you want to be, and f- plan a workout program. And just like anything in life, too, you got goals with YouTube, you got goals with your career, or with your relationships, with your fitness. Like, figure out what is your 
your goal, your important thing, your value system, and then just write out a plan to it, and then execute. That's the biggest thing. Too many people are thinking about it too much. Dude, I, I, you know, obviously we all know Host Strouser. Pete Host Strouser, Disrupt Education. When he did the Disrupt Education, when we had that like little group every Thursday, like it was just a primex. Like, like first of all, those kids should be thanking him for even hosting, even even making a, a, a club like that for them to come to. But most of those kids ain't on shit. They're just not. Like, it was. What do you mean? Like, they're just. They're, one kid, like, I don't even care, bro. He, want, he has a car YouTube channel. Dude, this kid was writing a review. Like, Host Trouser was even nice enough to, first of all, nice enough to even make Disrupt Education, like the after school thing, and then let him review his car. How is this kid writing a review for like six months on his car? Like, a script for the review? It's oh, been, he's been writing it for six months. They just, some people just don't want it, man. They just talk, oh, talk to talk. Oh, yeah. There's thousands of people just like that. Dude, Millions I'm of people like, just it, like that. I'm like, why are you thinking so deeply into it? It's taking you six months to write a, a five-minute car review? Dude, you know what, dude? Even, even you know, anybody, it, it takes time for you to develop your thing. But the, the, the point is, you got to... And I have this conversation with Sabri all the time. Sabri the Machine. Sabs the Machine on Instagram, on, on Spotify. Check out his music, his originals, his mixes. Sabs the Machine on SoundCloud. Shout out. Drop it. He has a nice car. Oh, uh, his sister just got a Bentley for her graduation. Don't he, Way from 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 uh, from Mama uh, Sobs. From from Mama from Papa, Papa, Sobs? Papa Sobs. Yeah, the the original gangster. The OGs. That that guy that guy is the original boss. Nick Dedevsky, Shout out. We're gonna do a podcast with him and then my dad. Wait, together. so they have they have a body shop and a cafe? body shop in the cafe. But that's besides the point. Sabri. We talk about this all the time when it comes to putting out music. And I think music's a little different because music has to be polished. It has to be your best work. You can sit on that for a little while longer. But when you're developing a persona, like a YouTube channel or whatever, just put stuff out there and just see the kind of feedback you get and then adjust and do more. And you just got to do, 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 especially with, with that. You know, and then you learn and you fix it and you change things up and you keep moving and you do it. And I think, I mean, it's, it's kind of similar with music. As long as you think and you feel confident and strongly that you're putting out your best quality content, you just got to keep putting out material, song after song after song after song. It, I mean, I guess... You can't sit on material so much. And I, 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 I have this conversation with a lot of guys. They, there's, there's a lot of different ideas. They rather sit on it and, sh and, and hold on it for a day. But you need to keep being relevant. You need to keep attracting new people. Especially in this, just the Instagram, YouTube world where you're competing with so many other people. If you can, if you can put out more, like, like I said, even if it sucks, if you put out more content than the one dude who made a really good video but only put one in a year and you put like 100 videos in a year, they're going to fuck with you more. It's true. Just because you have more stuff. Yes, exactly. People are very quick. quick think very, like, they have a short attention span. Yeah. If you just keep putting it out, they're yeah. going to be like, oh, oh, oh look at it. Exactly. Like, you put out one song every three months. It's like, all right, okay, you put out another song. Cool. It's not even that good. Yay. You know, it's got to be consistent work every single day. And, you know, I'm glad that I'm, I'm here with you today. And I think that we're going to make this more of a consistent thing. I'm because just excited because it's just... Now that I don't wish, I made a great decision of not continuing my education because that, if I were to, in college right now, it would just waste, I would be wasting my fucking time and money. Sure. Absolutely, 100% would be wasting my for time. You, but for I'm you. free. I am free. I can just go to work and then do this. And I have all the time to be creative, to think, to make the videos. Like, there's no excuse. Like, none, I'm, I feel great. Like, this sure. is the happiest I've ever been in my life. I, you t I can tell. Like, it, your work is showing that, for sure. Like, I'm not trying to be a doctor. I'm not trying to be a lawyer. I was going to school for graphic design. I, I can learn that shit on YouTube. Why am I? Why? why? 100%. You know, but there's some people that want the experience and that's of okay. going to college. And, that, and that's and, for them. But, I, you know, like, you're going to cap yourself at a salary if you do that. Like, you're going to be capped. I don't want to be capped. I agree. I agree. That's why I'm changing my roles too. I agree. But you know, you go through the whole college thing and you have to learn by doing, you have to learn by experience. You know, I went the four years of college. I did it all. I went through the profession for four years that I thought was going to be my 35 year. And then right. you get four years in, you get to the goal that you want and now you start pushing more and more and your ideas and your goals change and that's okay. You got to be honest with yourself. It didn't fulfill me anymore. I wanted to go into teaching as a high school teacher because I thought I could teach at scale. You can teach at mega scale with the internet. You just got to build yourself credibility, and that takes time. And if you're willing Danny to take that Cola risk. Danny Cola Fitness Masterclass. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> like, 
maybe it migrates to that. I'm just I'm interested right now in putting out genuine conversation just like this because it's contagious and it's, and you don't get conversation like this in the I mean you get it in the real world but where do you get it recorded dude I think a really great next step for you would be get the website done make it really simple and oh, 100% nice. have like we could literally record a, a, a kettlebell workout series and make a nice graphic and all this stuff and I'm telling you the next thing once that's done just find out how to drive traffic to the website podcast YouTube Oh, Brenda's here. Give it up for Hi. Brenda. Is it that time already, Brenda? You're here early. Beautiful. You get to see the podcast <laughs> in action. This is great, but this is like the beauty of it because it's genuine. It's real. It's authentic, right? I try to make it that <laughs> anyways, you know, but let's wrap this up, man. Okay. Um, let's, uh, let, where can people find you, Seb? Uh, everything's going to be Strongman Seb. So if you just look up Strongman Seb on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and just strongmanseb.com, that's all you need to look up. You'll find me. Strongman Seb, everybody. Thanks for doing this, man. This was fun. No problem. This was fun hanging out with you today. And hopefully you get to stick around and watch some training sessions and for you sure. know, learn a little bit. You know, I, I, I learn a lot when I teach. So it's great. You know, you know, clients are here. We teach them. They learn. It's fun to, like, educate other trainers and teach them because I – was taught by good mentors. It's my duty to pay that shit forward. You know what I'm saying? Right. Whether it's you, whether it's clients, I was, I'm very grateful for the mentors that I have, or I had, you know, and still have. So I just wanna keep getting that content information out to other people, and again, bring more people up as I go, you know? I think that's what it's about. Yeah, for sure. That's, I think that's a good way to close this out. All right. Make sure to follow Strongman Seb on strongmanseb.com, uh, Strongman Seb on Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Yada, yada, yada. Pinterest. Obviously, uh, Danny Cola Fitness on Instagram. Uh, Danny Cola on Facebook. DannyColaFitness.com is in the works. DannyColaFitness.com blog is in the works. YouTube channel in the works. The Fit Sessions podcast. This is the fourth episode. So we're going to build that up. Uh, the Fit Sessions podcast on SoundCloud. Soon to be on Spotify and iTunes. Big things coming. Sebastian, I love you, man. I love you too, man. This is fun. This is fun. Bro, this All is right. a bromance. This is a bromance. <laughs> All right. Look forward to more of this in the future. All right. We Peace, out. everybody. And that was the podcast, everybody. I hope you enjoyed it. Please, please, please subscribe to the Fit Sessions podcast on SoundCloud. Uh, and look out for the next episode next week. Uh, my goal is to put out one of these every week or so now. Um, there's a lot coming. Website, online training, YouTube videos all sorts of shit uh, just recording myself saying that kind of holds me accountable and uh, if I get slacking I can hopefully count on some people to be like yo what the fuck are you doing are you putting out podcasts and websites and fitness stuff or what uh, so yeah I hope you enjoyed it and please subscribe to the, uh, the podcast for now on SoundCloud the Fit Sessions Podcast as always follow my Instagram at Danny Cola Fitness kettlebell routines and um, nutritional advice just honest shit that's coming from me things that work for me that hopefully can uh, can work for you to build you up to be a better version of you I guess so that's the goal uh, thank you for the support I really appreciate it and have a great day